Government officials are urgently meeting today to discuss the booster shot timeframe. With Omicron lurking, New Zealand may look to shorten the time frame between the second shot of the booster like the UK and Australia have done. Professor Peter McIntyre is at the University of Otago and also at the Immunisation Advisory Centre. Afternoon, Peter. Oh, good afternoon, Heather. What's, what's the ideal time frame, do you reckon? Well, I think the really important thing with boosters to, is to make sure we're protecting people who are vulnerable to severe illness, you know, uh, even though they're vaccinated, um, should they, you know, come across the virus. And, of course, with Omicron, it does seem to be a lot better at getting around the uh, immunity from the vaccines. But uh, the people we really want to make sure we're protecting is the people who, if that happened, might get really sick. So what would you say? I mean, Australia's doing five months. We were, I think, planning to do six months. The UK shortened it. What would you go with? Uh, well, well, I think if you were in the situation that the UK's in, you know, looking down the barrel of maybe 100,000 cases a day and you were looking after your elderly and uh, frail population at risk, uh, for them, I would probably be going down to three months like they are. Um, I guess New Zealand is in the more privileged situation of having, you know, uh, much, much lower case numbers and, um, you know, uh, Omicron only existing in a hotel. So so it is, um, you know, a different situation. I think we've got time on our side, which is great, uh, but I still think it will be prudent to, um, you know, be concentrating on the frontline health workers, border workers on the one hand, and our older and, uh, you know, medically at risk population on the other, and for your you know, 30-year-old guy who's out, you know, working at the lumberyard, I don't think it's a, a top priority for him um, at the moment. Right. I mean, it's it's kind of alarming uh, seeing those studies out of South Africa, for example, that show that the Pfizer vaccine, even double dose, only has about 23% efficacy against Omicron. Yeah. Does that have credibility? Yeah. Oh, yes. No, I think, uh, I think Omicron is, or the virus, I guess, is doing what it kind of needs to do as a virus, which is uh, to keep being able to multiply and transmit, even though levels of immunity have gone up because of either infection in past waves, as in the case in South Africa, or because of high vaccination rates. So it needs to, it wants to keep going as a virus. It's not actually interested in making people sick. It just wants to reproduce and spread. And so uh, it's not surprising that the protection against infection has gone down, but all the evidence so far, and it is early days, is that that protection is holding up against, you know, getting really ill, requiring going to hospital or, or I guess, God forbid, dying, which is what we were confronting when we started out in 2020. So, so we're now in a post-vaccine world where we've got protection from vaccines. And the people, I think, who I'd really like to encourage to get a move on because of this are the people who are yet to get vaccinated because it doesn't matter whether it's Omicron, Delta or any other Greek alphabet number, if you're unvaccinated, you're on the firing line. Whereas if you're vaccinated, you're in a much better space. Peter, thank you so much. I do appreciate it. Professor Peter McIntyre at the University of Auckland, uh, or Otago, sorry, and at the Immunisation Advisory Centre.